I am your host for the After School, the School Bell podcast, Gabe. This is our host today, Mr. Mason. Hey, how's everyone doing? Nice. This is the rest of our crew, everyone. Introduce yourself. I'm Joaquin. I'm, I'm Jack. I'm Jazz. I'm Joshua. Nice. And we're, this is a similar topic to what we were talking about earlier. Also, before we start, I would like to apologize for any negative audio quality. I am currently out of school and there's, you know, a lot of background noise, so I'd like to apologize for that. But We've gotten a student's view on how it affected them with COVID. Now I think it's time we should get a, uh, you know, a, someone who has a job who, you know, works for a living. You know, we should get therapy. So we have none other than Mr. Mason here. He has been teaching here probably longer than I've been here for about three years, seeing every year. Yeah. So Mr. Mason, to start it off, uh, I'm to have you for a little bit. How has COVID affected you? How has this year been different than your previous years here? Uh, so are you talking about from a teaching perspective? Indeed. Uh, well, it's changed things dramatically. Everything is uh, completely different than what it was. So uh, now we've essentially in, in six months time shifted everything online. And so um, the hard thing is not being able to interact with everyone in your class face to face. And so you're not able to see, honestly, you're not able to see what they're doing all the time. And so um, you can't really help them when they're struggling uh, because you may not know they're struggling until you put their grades in. Um, you know, being behind a camera, it makes it difficult to, you know, I think in class you can kind of raise your hand and ask me a question. I think if you're at home at a, uh, behind a camera, you know, maybe hard for you to to get that kind of interaction you normally would with a teacher. Um, for me, I think there's just there's just more work on the back end trying to create lessons and stuff. Uh, I wouldn't dramatically say it's like the hardest thing in the world for me or anything like that. It's it's gone fine. I have a lot of great students. Um, you know, a lot of kids who are putting in the time and effort at home and in person. They're learning a lot, um, but being at home also can give you kind of that feeling that maybe you're not in school as much as the people who are actually here. So yeah. you might get some a little bit, offset how you are. Yeah, you might feel like you can put in a little less work or watch some extra TV or whatever it is. And I've, I've seen some of that. Okay, sorry about that. went on. I had to mute real quick. So. Uh, very well said explanation. Now, knowing from like previous years, like, you know, obviously there's a very drastic thing with the online school, how it started. And then now it's kind of split into two different things. What do you believe like the biggest challenges? Like, was it like the transition? Is it like just, you know, dealing with all the people who might be goofing off online or goofing off in classes, like so much to handle? Like, what would you say mm -hmm. the biggest struggle is? The biggest struggle, I think, for me, I think creating lessons for everybody that everyone can kind of learn a lot from. You know, you can't stand up and show a PowerPoint like you used to. I think you have to really create lessons that people can do at home. And so it takes a lot of work on the, the back end to create these assignments. So I'm basically having to make everything from scratch. So that's a struggle on my end. Um, and then mainly interactions with students is tough because when you get online, there's, it's just pretty quiet compared to a normal classroom where 
you can sit at a table, kids can talk. And, you know, my biggest issue has, has always mm -hmm. been talking students. Isn't that one of the biggest issues in classes? Yeah. Kids talking when they shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we missed that this year is like, no one's talking because, you know, we've got a computer in front of us. People are at home. It's we're all split up. And so we miss a lot of that social interaction that normally goes on. So nice. it's tough. Nice. Well, this will be my last question for me. Knowing, you know, obviously there are like pros and cons, but we've only listed cons so far. So what do you think is one good thing that has come out of this pandemic and how it's affected the school? You know, because, you know, they changed everything in the way we walk to the halls. Would you consider that like a pro or con? Like what is what is a good thing that came out of this as a whole? That's a great question. Um, so like I like I said, was a con the students talking uh, not being able to talk as much in class. We also have less, less distraction. So we come into class and we get started on our work a lot quicker. And during class, I'm dealing with basically teaching. I'm just teaching instead of trying to manage, you know, let's say there's a bad table in the back of students talking when they shouldn't be. This year, I don't really have to manage that um, because there's not as much, uh, you know, behavior problems, students messing around like Gabe. Ah. <laughs> uh, I'm very focused a lot. Like Joaquin, maybe, hey. maybe Jazz. Less of those issues, more of people focused on their work. So that's a positive thing. But the social thing, social aspect, you know, is I want everyone. I would rather everyone have that than not have it. But in some ways, it's it's kind of nice to have everyone, or most everyone, I would say, focused on their work. All right, so really quickly, before we even get into the next part of the podcast, I'd like to say that some of the audio quality, or audio in general, got corrupted. And to give some background to why Mr. Mesa is saying student president, um, I asked him who was our student president last year. But anyways, let's continue. Uh, student president, or the hog, <laughs> uh, what are we, student government. Yeah. yeah. I think they're Who's doing the a terrible job. Student? Oh, actually, I, I have a question. Who's our student president last year? I thought it was Alara. Ava. No, Ava Starkey. Something. It was one of those. I want a breaking uh, breaking news. Mr. Mason will be running for student council president this year. We're bringing up the government. Yes. We, we are turning this government into a dictatorship. Yes. Oh, yes. Dictatorship. Woo! North Korean style. Let's go. No, I actually have a good question. So, Mr. Mason, how do you think... Um, HISD has handled the entire um, online school year for um, this year and last year. I think they put a lot of, you know, there's, I think they're doing the best they can. It's hard to, um, you know, I'm not too familiar with what is going on top level HISD, what they're getting done. I know that they've given me a lot of freedom to say, Mr. Mason, Hey, you're out there on your own. Let's let's get the job done. And and so I think I've been able to do that. Uh, the main problem, I think they're doing their best. I I don't know what I would have done differently. Um, but tell me, what do y'all think about that? What have y'all been saying about on y'all's podcast about HISD? Well, we all have expressed our views. Obviously, we have you know the quick disclaimer: we are not professionals at this. Yeah. Like we, yeah. we see what we see, we hear what we hear, and we base our opinions off of that. Yeah. Personal, I think we could be doing better, but you know, we, we get what we get. Yeah, what areas do you think we could do better in, or like HISD could? I think overall, 
I think we could be a bit more organized, especially with like the punishment system. Because remember, like there were uh, remember that thing that happened where people were sending inappropriate messages to each other, and then everything like everyone lost the ability oh, to message teachers. Okay. Yes, I heard that. Yeah, I so. feel like that could have been handled a bit more, a lot better actually, just because they took away for everyone instead of just those people or just that class, just that school. Yeah, and I feel like that could have inhibited a lot of people's, you know, educational experience, in a sense that like some people, you know, like they need more help than others. Yeah, and I think that by taking, you know, away like instant message to the teacher, they're taking away people's like best way of communicating with the teachers that they need help with. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that was the best way, quickest way to get in touch with, with teachers. Indeed. Uh, Joshua has been a bit quiet. Josh, you got anything to say? Oh, um, no. Nice. Well, obviously, m millions of people have lost their jobs to COVID, correct? Yeah. Do you, yes. Do you think that kind of thing could happen at Hog, like a mass layoff of like staff and teachers, or do you think you're that's you know not going to happen pretty safe? Uh, I think I think we're we're pretty safe here at Hog. Uh, great teachers, you know. I think I would love you know I would love to send my kids here someday. I think the teachers are that great. Not not myself, not myself, but other teachers that do such a great job. Um, if anyone's job security is at risk, it's mine, but, uh, <laughs> I don't, I'm not too worried about it. I think other jobs, you know, maybe like, um, oil and gas jobs, that industry, um, some banking jobs, things, <clears throat> things that have gotten hit a lot harder. They're going to be, you know, I've got friends who've unfortunately gotten laid off during this time. You know, teachers job security is luckily pretty stable because we need teachers no matter what um during this time you know i'm just thinking oil and gas oil oil prices are at 40 dollars. they used to be 65 70 even climbing near 80 that's literally almost cut in half so losing a lot of jobs here in houston to that and it's tough it's tough so but back to your question yeah i'm not worried about it if anybody if i'm worried about anybody losing their job and you can tell him this and I don't want to call him out, but I'm going to call him out right now. Are y'all ready for this? Yes. I want some, yes. I want y'all to yes. some sound effects. Yes. I'm okay. calling out Mr. Mark right now. Oh, oh. I'm calling him out. He's our next guest on here. Oh my gosh. Our next, oh, no. our next guest. No. After you. Oh my God. I'm calling him out, telling him his job is at risk. Guess who's coming for it? I am. You're eighth, gonna be a science. Eighth grade science. I want to blow stuff up. Yeah. 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 Hey. Stuff up. yeah. yeah. Down with Mr. Mark. That's what I like to hear. I'm calling it now. <laughs> well, hear that, Mr. Mark? If you're watching this episode, uh, you're in some trouble, my friend. You're in so trouble. It'll be like Logan Paul versus KSI, but teachers <laughs> and no boxing. <laughs> it's gonna be a WWE match up in here. Yeah. WWE. So Box. as we've gone over, like how HISD has handled it. Now let's go to individual. How do you think the school itself handled? Because obviously, you know, like HIC gave a little wiggle room for like schools to do their own thing, you know, set their own boundaries. Knowing like how the school is now, do you think it's good? Do you think it needs improvement or do you think it's just, you know, perfect the way it is, it shouldn't change? Um, I can't think of anything right now that we can be doing better at this school. I love how Miss Sylvania's handled this. 
and I'm not just saying this because she could watch this, but <laughs> I really think, yeah, I really think we've done well. Like we have, we still have freedoms. You know, at first I thought it would be like some sort of dictatorship where students can't do anything, but I have seen a lot of kids, you know, making friends in my class. Uh, I've seen kids learning. I feel like we're doing a good job, as good of a job as possible, keeping kids safe uh, during school, but not, you know, making this a complete, you know, the next step would be like a complete shutdown of sorts. This yeah. is like, we're doing a good job of getting people in school. And, uh, a lot of schools have closed down because they've had, you know, it's not necessarily about the cases. It's more just they, they didn't, I don't think they prepped well like uh, Hogg has. And so pretty proud of our school. Honestly, I think we're doing pretty well compared to other schools. Nice. Uh, personally, I do agree with you. I think it's doing really well. We work with what we have, and I think we're doing very, very well. I'm not saying that because our podcast is, has to be approved by Miss Aldonia. Purely opinion. I think, yeah, I think whatever we say, we better make it good about about that. Yeah. So we're, yes. We're kind of stuck yeah. there. So, <laughs> Miss Aldonia, if you're watching this, we love you. Indeed, we do. Indeed, we do. Yes. We do. We do. We do. Yeah. We, really do. we wouldn't be here. Zach and Joaquin, you guys have been kind of quiet. So, do you guys have any questions you'd like to ask, Mr. Mason? Uh, not really, I mean, but there's one. I think they could have handled the COVID cases a little bit better because I personally think they should have shut down the school for two weeks and then reopened again because of the COVID cases because I saw they've just been adding up lately and there's been more and more kids being sent home. So I think really they need to shut down the school for like two weeks and reopen. Yeah. yeah. So I think the thing with that is they're right now they're presumed cases. So I think we need to wait until we find out if they are real COVID cases. Definitely, you know, there might be kids feeling sick. It is flu season. There, there are just regular colds and stuff going around. So if the tests come back and there are a lot of kids with COVID or something like that, maybe we should take a few weeks off. Um, you know, I think I love kids being in school. So I'm all for that. I'm all for staying in school until we know a little bit more information. But yeah, I agree. I think if if there were like legit, hey, these kids, you know, had COVID, we may we may consider doing a two week hiatus. But that would that's hypothetical, you know, hypothetical. Yeah. Uh, any of you guys have any more questions for Mr. Mason? I have one. What happened to Uncle Mason? <laughs> Mason Uncle Mason. <laughs> You know what? He's been thriving during this time. Really? COVID has not affected him at all. He's, wow. I mean, he is an ex-Viking and like. Yeah, he is. He is. He but, was a Viking. He was a Viking. He, he's actually in Europe having a great time. Uh, he found a small town that had no cases, and they didn't shut down. Everything's open, and he's just having a blast. Nice. He said, "Yeah, wow. send me some pictures. It is just a wild time over there." Nice. We would actually <laughs> nice. like to have uh, Uncle Nathan on the podcast someday, if that's uh, possible. Yeah. Uh, if if this what's the name of this after the school bell after the school bell if after the school bell can pay to fly him in and I'll, I will say flights are cheap so how much would you say I bet like four hundred dollars fly him in from Europe my mom is make it one and we'll pay all right <laughs> if we can get tickets for free we'll get Uncle Mason in from Europe I have I've got you all right gotcha. but uh now <laughs> right. let me open up Southwest Airlines for a minute but uh. <laughs> 
I'm actually on the site. <laughs> so I'm glad we've gotten like a teacher's perspective. Like, is there anything else you'd like to say about anything here? Like, like being a teacher, you always have a different perspective from a student. Like even like down to like, like the website we use, the hub. Yeah. Like you have a different perspective on that as well. Like you get to see everything we do and all that stuff. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to put a teacher's perspective on? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of in this with y'all too. It's all new to me. I'm learning as we go. I never used the hub until this year. So I'm learning that too with y'all. And yeah, honestly, I'm in, I, I'm, I am a teacher and I get to teach things, which is what teachers do. But I'm, I'm also, you know, who expects COVID-19 to happen? So I'm, I'm learning all this stuff with y'all, kind of learning something new every day. So um, by the way, the hub, I, I'm not a fan. Yeah. If, if we want to make big yes. statements here, besides my Mr. Mark statement, this will be big statement number two. Not a fan of the hub. <laughs> we finally have a confirmed thing of a teacher saying that they do not like the hub. Now, obviously, and a teacher saying that they're going to call out someone. Yeah, another teacher. Yeah. <laughs> but I know my I know Miss Morgan also doesn't like the hub, and Mr. Mark doesn't like the hub as well. A lot of teachers want Microsoft to only be Microsoft Teams. Yeah. Google Classroom. Yeah, Google Classroom. I miss Google Classroom. I miss Google Classroom. It was good. It was a good program, actually. Yeah. But uh, speaking of which, uh, this will be probably our last last topic. We probably only have like two minutes left because I got to get back up to my classroom and grab my bags and stuff. So last year was kind of a wreck, you know, in seventh grade. We didn't do star testing and the last report card really didn't get counted. That was the best part of last year. Yeah. So like, just yeah. how do you think the reason why it was just not, you know, just not not a very good ending to the year? Do you think it was because we were unprepared? Do you think it was because like lack of like, you know, resources? Like what do you think the big reason was for how last year ended from a teacher's standpoint? Uh the biggest reason uh lack of preparation. I don't think anyone expected that to happen. So no one has like, hey, plan B we're, you know, if there's a big pandemic in the world, let's do this. No one expects that to happen. So at the, the end of the year, like, I think, you know, I don't blame anyone for that. I think it was as expected. It was going to be a struggle. People were scared, a lot of fear, you know, don't count the report cards or whatever, especially because we didn't have any, you know, a lot of people didn't even have technology or computers to work on. So. I'm glad what we're doing now, we're doing a lot better. We've got things under control here at school. Kids are learning. And I think now that we have learned from the spring, you know, if we have to go home for two weeks, we're going to be fine because we're, we've been teaching everyone the same online. So we're, we're ready yeah. now, but no one expects that to happen. Right. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Well, I believe this is a good end to the podcast. I'd like to thank everyone for watching. And once again, I'd really like to thank you, Mr. Mason, for agreeing to be on here. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad we could talk about this stuff. And uh, I'm glad I could call some people out. Indeed. Um, Mr. Mark, prepare yourself. But, uh, well, thank you, everyone, for watching. You can find this podcast on the Hub, possibly. We're still figuring out all the details. But... Yeah. Thank you all for watching. I hope you all have a nice day wherever you are. And goodbye. Bye. 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 See ya.